This was Abel. At 4.45 p.m., carrying football boots, a bottle of water, and some leftovers from the KFC in his bag. He darted past four traffic lights, a roundabout, made two turns to the right, one turn to the left. He was late. The football practice was at 4.30 p.m. Coach Hansel would be furious, he thought. At five minutes to five, Abel arrived at the Three Rivers School. The practice had started. The coach saw him and he wasn't pleased. 25 minutes late. Unacceptable. Abel! shouted the coach. Abel ran as fast as he could to the field. Coach, I'm here. I'm ready to practice. Abel said as he approached Coach Hansel, trying to catch his breath. Coach stared at Abel, and he looked at his students. All eyes were on Abel. Okay, everybody, Coach instructed the team. Close control dribbling. Rick, you take charge, he said. Rick was the team captain. Coach Hansel turned to Abel. Come with me. Abel followed Coach Hansel to the side of the track. I gave you the final warning this morning, didn't I, Abel? You come on time or you're out. Yes, I'm sorry. Give me a chance, Coach. I promise, I'll, I'll, I've given you enough chances, Coach stated the fact. I'll, 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 Abel stammered, Coach, I'll, why don't you go home and think about all these? Coach cut in. Do you really want this? Yes, Coach, I want it. Go home. That's it for now. With that... Coach Hansel dismissed Abel. He didn't want to leave. But that was the final say from the coach. It was already past midnight, and Abel lying on his bed, staring at the dark ceiling. He could not sleep. There was too much to think about. That he wanted to cry. Do you really want this? Coach Hansel's question kept repeating in his head. Do I want it? Do I want it? I want it more than those team members ever wanted it. You have no idea how much that means to me. Abel thought angrily. It was true. He needed to be part of the team. N no. He needed to be in the team. For the championship game in June to be exact. That game would be a game-changer for his life and his mother. The world will not be kind to you, Abel. You need to work to get what you want if you want to stay alive. Why? Because this is how the world works. That was how the world works. As a child, Abel understood that he was unlike any kid. 
He was poor, already learning to be a grown-up at the age of ten. Other kids went for a music lesson, drawing lesson, tennis lesson. They were caterpillars working their way to turn into butterflies. Abel had no talent. Well, when you are poor, there is no way to know whether you had one. You simply do not need it. That wasn't important. But he had one thing that other kids didn't have: survival instinct, as only poor people understood. Now he's sixteen. He didn't want to remain poor. He wanted to finish secondary education, go to college, get a decent job, own a house, and live happily ever after. He and mother. That certainly was an absurd dream. Of course, it was no shame to be poor. It was not a dignified position either. Abel used to smell like a dump. Of course, he did. He spent his entire childhood squatting in a hot makeshift hut at the dump site, showering the ditch, drinking rainwater, digging holes to take a poop. His mother. Only made about three hundred fifty ringgit at the most as a daily paid contract worker. Wasn't enough to pay the room rent. That was how they ended up at the dump site. Life was always tough, and money was always tight. But mother made sure there were meals every day. Then. Three years ago, there was a government campaign called "Love Bouquet for Poor People." His mother was eligible, and she received a monthly three hundred ringgit from the government. Since then, life got better. With extra money, his mother found the cheapest room for rent in town, one hundred and seventy-five ringgit, inclusive of electricity and water supply. With everything started to get better, he could see now that the world was his oysters. But one day, his mother fell ill. Four months ago, she lost her job because she collapsed while trimming the grass at the commercial centre. Her employer had to dismiss her. Abel was crushed. No, Abel had become her full-time caregiver. He could still pay the rent, but what could he do with the only hundred and twenty-five ringgit left to spend every month? He had two choices: went back to the dump site, back to the makeshift hut that his mother built, if it was still there, or stay put. Either way, he was back to square one. The world will not be kind to you, Abel. You need to work to get what you want if you want to stay alive. He remembered his mother's advice: the world is definitely not kind, especially among the poorers in the town. And they are not sympathetic at all. All they care about was surviving. The hut would not be there anymore. He figured. Better here than there, he thought. He had to make it work. So he drew a plan. 
Every day after school, he would scavenge for valuable items. Sometimes he could get five ringgit, ten ringgit, or fifteen ringgit by selling those things. Sometimes nothing. During the weekend, he worked harder. The only meal they would have was dinner. So far, it was all right, though hungry most of the time. But enough to get by. At night, he did his homework and studies. It was tiring. School, work, and mother. He was started to fall behind in school and on the verge of dropping out. What is the use of a college scholarship when there's a guarantee that I'm not going to finish my secondary education? Abel thought. The next day, Abel waited for Coach Hansel after school. Coach Hansel's office was adjoining the canteen. After school, the place was always packed with students waiting for their parents. Abel sat on the bench outside Coach Hansel's office, staring down at his dirty shoes. He noticed that some of his teammates were at the canteen. He could feel that they were looking at him, maybe whispering something about him. What would they talk about anyway? He kept staring at his dirty shoes. Abel inside the room. Coach Hansel was here. They both went in. Coach Hansel first sat down in his chair. Abel remained standing. Abel looked at Coach Hansel, though he didn't meet his eyes. You do know that we have a championship game in June, don't you? Coach Hansel asked. Abel nodded. I'm going to ask you again," Coach Hansel continued. "Do you want this?" Abel paused, though he already knew the answer. "No," he replied. Coach Hansel leaned forward from his chair as if he was trying to understand what was going on with his student. "Why?" Coach Hansel asked. Abel, who had been trying to hide the happening in his home, was now in dilemma. Would he tell the truth or just keep quiet? It was no secret that he was poor. His school uniform and shoes looked like they needed more washing. He had an odor that made everybody avoiding him. His skinny look and his darker skin, everything about his appearance, tells that he was poor. Finally. Abel told Coach Hansel about the happenings in the house. He talked about his mother, his struggles, and why he was always late. You wait behind the KFC every afternoon. Abel nodded. He knew that the staff would pack any chickens that could not be served customers at the back of the restaurant. Sometimes, some workers would. Either take home the chicken themselves, or put them in plastic to be given to any homes who need it. Abel was always there, waiting, hoping the workers would give some to him. Most of the time, nothing. 
Sometimes he would go to the bin hoping to find some leftovers that he could take home for dinner. When Abel finished his story, he could feel that he was about to cry. He quickly held it back. Big man does not cry, he thought. However, he was not a big man. Coach Hansel got up, walked towards Abel. You are among my best players, Abel. Coach Hansel responded. Coach Hansel went on explaining and acknowledging Abel's talents in football, including Abel was ahead of all other students. How he was ashamed that his circumstances had prevented him to be on the team. Abel stood there listening. He could not believe that someone had acknowledged his talent. He had talent. For Abel, knowing that hurt more than his circumstances. Talent is not important for poor people. Talent is just a waste. And that made him angry. Coach Hansel told Abel that he would discuss the matter with the principal and ask for his own address. He also said that he would try to find ways to help Abel and his mother. For now, he said there was nothing he could do. Once again, Abel was dismissed.